So we are in the middle of the Sutra area, and yesterday what we uh, covered, or what we explored, was the relevance of, of the scope of Beria when it comes to Yeridea, when it comes to the head of things being Batel. Um, the conclusion that we at least have in Yeridea is that in order to be a Beria, it has to be a Beria Sishama, it has to be whole, uh, it has to be perhaps Mithilas Beriyasa, it has to be Aser. Uh, and, uh, and one of the ways of determining uh, what is a uh, baria, because you could still count Basar Nevela in that category, although you might say Basar Nevela is not whole, uh, but uh, one of the other things is that we show them say that Koshei Cholek the Ein Shmo Alaf. So if you take a piece of Nevela and you cut it in half, you have two pieces of Nevela. You take a Gidanasha and you divide it in half, you don't have a Gidanasha anymore, you have two pieces of a Gidanasha. Okay, so now we come back to Brachos, the immediate obvious problem with the Rishonim, although we will deal with the Rishonim, deal with our own terms, uh, which nobody actually, as far as I can tell, explicitly invokes as the reason, at least for rejection, is that there should be no din of Beria unless it's a Neshama. A grape, the last time I checked, and an olive, and a pomegranate, they are all wonderful and wonderful to eat, but nobody would say you, say you make a Bari Nefashos on them because, like Basar, and Lina and Beitzin. They are not things that come from a living creature, and, and therefore, one would not have thought that they have the din of Beria. Even Rabbi Shimon Chief, as we saw yesterday, it's not clear that anybody believes that the din of Beria applies to plant matter. One daya in, in the Bavli, in understanding, one, one version of it, like you said, has Rabbi Shimon understanding that Chita Kibriya said that he actually believes that. He believes that Yechayim and Tebel only if you eat a whole grain of wheat, if you crush it, you make it into flour, you're not chayav on a kosher hu, you're chayav only if you eat a kasai. Okay, that said, let's, uh, let's take a look now uh, at, the, at, at how uh, we read the Yushalmi briefly and then talk about how the Yushalmi deal with it. So let's begin with that. Uh, Eitan, can I ask you to read the Yushalmi, please? Yeah. Um, Rabbi Yushalmi knows that this is a fun of the author of yeah, just thought I didn't know, so what does the word Avid mean? I just, it's easy word. It's not a hard word, but you should realize it's a false friend. It means one thing in Hebrew and one thing in Aramaic, one is a verb. What is Aved? Asa. The standard translation of Asa is Avad. It doesn't mean to work or to serve. The Aramaic word to work or to serve is Palach. Like Kulchanan Ufra. So, uh, in, in a nominal form, Eved is Eved in Aramaic. But as, as a verb, normally you should not ever find it that way. So my Ovid Leib Rebbe Elchanan, what was he doing? What was he thinking? The answer is Bishon Beriyas. And now the Yushalmi continues. Okay, so that, that is the uh, that is the Yushalmi. We've seen this before, pretty straightforward. Yushalmi, the simple reading seems to be that Rebbe Elchanan Shita was, is, was, that uh, a barrier requires a bracha lefana ula Now, um, according to the Yushalmi, was this dealing with bracha rishona or a bracha achrona? Rani? 
It's vague. Okay. Show me what were you going to say. Why presumably? Um, because our Rishon would have to say either way on Whoa, 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 whoa. Show me. You're not supposed to do that. Right? You're starting with an assumption. I am. That's but, why I said presumably. Yeah, I understand that. that. I'm not going to spell it out in Shia, but you know, there's no lie, but my mother used to tell me that when you assume, I'll let you finish the, the thoughts, okay? Some of you have heard that. So, you, you, you can't bring your, uh, you know, I, I... Oh, I remember. You're the son? You know, I knew someone who was an art teacher, uh, and I'm not a, really an art fan, so I, went, I wasn't asking for this, but she put on her door, I think she put my note a long time ago, please deposit all preconceptions here. And so when you, uh, you know, I, I'm still not persuaded of a blank white canvas, you know, at the Pompidou Center in, in Paris, that that qualifies as art, that's my opinion. Apparently, um, I'm some type of Neanderthal on yeah. art. But in the meantime, when you learn Yerushalmi, please, de- please read what the text says and, and, and please deposit here all preconceptions. You know the Yerushalmi already. You may have learned the Bible. So if you look very carefully, it, it, the story, it, it is unclear. Rabbi Yochanan makes a brach on the Fanachara on the Zayas. Rabbi is looking at him bagai. Rabbi Yochanan said, what are you looking at? And don't you know that anything that's from Min Shiva requires brach on the Fanachara? So the answer is, well, he knew that. His concern was that there wasn't a shear. And the Yerushalmi says, what Rabbi Yochanan thinking? Rabbi Yochanan said that Asperia requires bracha l'fanachalal. So purely from a technical standpoint, there's nothing in the Yerushalmi that suggests that this has to be dafka bracha There is perhaps one little piece, one little piece uh, that would suggest that Shimei is correct. Jake? Yeah, the fact that he says Koshahumi min shiva tan bracha lafanav ula achalav. And so, tell me something, what if it weren't min shiva? Would that change anything? So remember, midin ha mishnah, midin ha again, we're, we're brainwashed because we know what the halacha is, so we read the mishnah in that light. Let's think about the mishnahis again, just as I pointed out to you at the beginning of the year. The Mishnahis talk about how many times does the Mishnah mention Barimei Mizonos? Shemi? Yeah. Zero. It's not mentioned at all. And it's Rav and Shmuel and then Zinatos Afta. And in and Yerushalmi also. In the very same way, what is the, what is the Mishnah's position on Baruch Achalona? Rani? Yes, but, 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 what is the Rabbanan's, what is the Mishnah's position generally of Rachachona? What foods does it apply to? You have it on bread and maybe Shavasaminim, right? Shalosh or Me'in Shalosh. There's no mention in the Mishnah of a Rachachona and everything else, which is why the Devan Mandalam Rebbeis that we explored talks about the, the importing of the Bracha of Barin Hashos, which in the Mishnah appears as a Bracha for Rabbi Tarfon, a Bracha Mishona Anayim, then the Gemara takes the first stage. Uh, whichever generation, probably second generation, or third generation, first age is that Amine, mine, you know, Balei uh, Chaim, uh, you make a bar in the Fashos afterwards, Basar, Vina, Beitzen, and it moves to Yurakos, and then it moves to water. But if you're thinking from the vantage point of the Yerushalmi, there's no reason, first of all, it's relatively late in the Bavli. There's no evidence that I know of, at least not yet. I've been through the first parak, but I don't remember. I haven't done it enough. I've been to the first halacha in Yushalmi, which is very long. I don't have a chazer enough times to like, know off the top of my head that there's another sheet that that sheet that doesn't exist. 
Um, but you should start with the assumption that the, that the Yushami doesn't know of a bracha achrona other than on lechem, which is min sheva, but a specific min sheva, and the rest of min sheva. So, as Jake said, when the Yushami says, don't you know that kol shehumi min sheva ton bracha l'fanav achrona, lots of things in the Mishnah require bracha. Everything in the Mishnah essentially requires bracha l'fanachrona. You don't need the svara shiri of that, that uh, you know, Asalanas, you don't need any of the Saras. The Mishnah talks about Peros, Elon talks about Peros Adama, it talks about Yerakos, it talks about Basar, Beit Zedvinim, Dagim, it talks about Mayim, it talks about everything. So it, the, the, there's no food except for maybe, I don't know from Kmeim and Petrios, I don't know if uh, mushrooms, you know, the, the Hungai are mentioned in the Mishnah, I don't remember from the Mishnah, it's in the Kamara. But bottom line is, pretty much everything is covered in the Mishnah. And any, any fruit, any fruit that Rabbi Yochanan would have been eating, if, it, if the concern was bracha Rishona, well, there's no possible explanation of why the was looking at him funny. So the only, so the pastures is the Yushami in Rabbi Yochanan's statement, kosher whom min shiva, turn bracha on the emphasis is the achalav, not on lafanav. So that's why it would appear that the Yushami, the focus is on bracha achorah, but it's not explicit. Um, and this is important because uh, if you read Rabbeinu Yonah very carefully, this is, I, in fact, I was looking as I was creating the next set of Makoros, I knew there was a Rabbeinu Yonah about this, and then I couldn't find it. I didn't read carefully, and then I was rereading Rabbeinu Yonah Kishir again, but I, I saw it again, if that's where it was. It's in the wrong paragraph, quote-unquote. Rabbeinu Yonah has a very strange sheet there. What is that? That uh, he said that if it weren't for um, uh, Rabbi Yochan, he should have said Shehako before and nothing after? Right, so in other words, you, it, it sounds like there's a possibility that if you read the bracha changes, which is the next uh, final topic in the city that I plan to talk about. But here, the bracha Rishona changes, which again, what we're going to see, you have the right in. The bracha Rishona on Pachas Mikashir would change to a Shehako. I am, by the way, of anything that truly, there's only one thing that I know in the halacha, that actually the bracha rishona for the same food changes based upon its, I want to say its function. Boaz? No, I was going to ask. Well, one second. Hold on, hold on. And that is a very strange case. You know what that is? I mean, I didn't mention it, Jake. It's not such a strange case, but I was thinking possibly. No. Uh, the Rashba, well, I haven't given them a curse, the Rashba and the Ra'ah get worked up over that issue, so that's going to be a really fun question how you define <laughs> what a food is. Right, in other words, it's clear, it's clear that if you take a food and then you chop it up and turn it to a powder, it might change the bracha. Right? We've explored that, but you're changing it in a certain sense. But the same, very same food, different, different contexts when you eat it. And again, I know you're right, Pastor of the Kistin is a question, but that will be dealt with. Um, but in Lamaisa, we don't actually, right, we, we do have a distinction, but we say that it's doing something different in different places. Uh, and this may be the explanation of that, but I know one other case, a friend, you know? Uh, No, but then that you, you're changing what you're eating because the ikar, what changes ikar to tafel changes what you're eating. In other words, when the shemen is the ikar, we say that's what you're really eating. Therefore, the bracha goes on that. When the shemen, when you're just doing it because you're, you're thirsty and you're drinking on a grown, so then the shemen is the tafel. You're not drinking the shemen. You're drinking the shalkas. So th- this is a very strange case. The Ramah says this. Which is, let's say, so normally if you have an ikra and a tafel, the Mishnah says, said, potes But what happens if you need to eat a little bit of the tafel before you eat the ikra? In other words, uh, let's say you're having herring, very, very salty herring on a cracker. 
So the Mishnah is going to describe that uh, more or less for our purposes. I'll we'll just say it this way: that you make a bracha on her, you don't make a bracha on the, on the plain cracker. Okay? In that case, even pass and the crackers pass can be nitpal to something else. What if before you going to eat the piece of herring, you need to, and it's clear, if you eat the herring and then you eat the cracker, it's uh, now kind of dampen the salt effect in your mouth, that's called a tafel. You don't have to eat it mamish at the same time. You're eating the cracker only because the fish. What happens if to prepare yourself, you haven't made a bracha yet on the, on the fish, on the herring, and now you need to eat some of the cracker first. You've got to set the table in, in, inside your palate. So what's the din then? So the cracker is still a tafel, but the problem is, you can't eat the cracker before eating the herring and not make a bracha because So the Ramah there says that whatever that food is, is a shahako. Hmm. The cracker is a shahako. You make a shahako. In, in that case, you know, I, 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 it would be better if we could say it was a super salty fruit. So this way, you make a shahako on the cracker, then you make cakes on the fruit. Pretty wild. Anyway, that is our, 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 our next topic. But, in the meantime, in the meantime, the, the, the simple reading of our Yerushalmi is that, is that Rabbi Yochanan is focused, they're focused on the bracha harder. The bracha Rishona, there is no Kiddush that Rabbi Yochanan made the bracha. If you're going to argue that the bracha Rishona would change as well when you're talking to the so you don't have to read Yerushalmi that way, Jake. You could say, don't you know that anything which uh, has a, which is Yeshiva Samina, Mevarech Lefanel Hara, what you have to say is Mevarech Bracha Haragila Lefaneha and Mevarech Lachara. That's what you would have to say. Now, another consideration might be asked as follows, which is if in fact you're having less than a shear, could that change? So, Bracha Rishon is one question, could it change the Bracha Chana? So, that you already know is that there's a comment in Tosfos, and what did Tosfos say? It's the Re. I may, you may not have read it because I told you you could start in the middle of the post. Jake? He says if he does not require a shear, you can make the barn if I just doesn't require a shear according to that. What? He rejected it. Uh, so it's like it, they treat it as a suffix. They treat it as a suffix. Right? No, no, Tosus may reject it. The re doesn't reject it. Okay. So anyway, let's start with the rip. The rip, of course, is always the most fun. The rip and the ram are the most fun we show them for some people. Why? They're very, they just say things. They're straightforward. Can you hit him, please? No, the, the riff, he's not... He's not Ronnie, why is, why is the riff so much fun? Because he's talking about it. Are you trying to torture me or fine? Please say it. Please say that. <laughs> yeah. well, it's not... It's that, it's that the Rambam even more so. The Rambam doesn't tell you what he's doing, so you have to go figure out how the Rambam read the Gemara. Yeah. I, I'm hesitant to say the Rambam is a parish on the Gemara, but in some way the Rambam is a parish on the Gemara. Do you think the Rambam would, uh, would not appreciate that? Uh, no, no, I think the Rambam would have conceded that. The Rambam didn't respond when he got all the questions from Chachmei Lumel of where did he get this from. He didn't say, what are you asking me for? I told you, this is the din. Instead, he had to justify himself finding the Gemara. Yeah. So the Rambam, the Rambam, I believe, also wrote, is there a Rambam parish on the Rambam? Is there any Shalmi or Shalmi? Uh, we have, he tells her not from the Rambam and parts of Bacchus. I, there's something on Shabbos, for sure, I think, which I think might be a commentary. I have it on my shelf. I have to uh, see what it is. So anyway, so the, the riff also, you know, we'll have a different reading of the Gemara, but the riff often doesn't always spell, sometimes he spells out what he's thinking, and sometimes you're having to read between the lines, which is, you know, you know it, it's more fun. Okay. 
So, let's take a look at what the riff has to say about the dentist area. Just before the riff, can we just do the riff from the Yishami? Since it says, and then he stared, like, he would have, he would have stared if he was still like, by now. I think you're putting a little too much on that. You're not you're that just way. I, I want to say, Rami, you know, Rebishia Baraba lived in the spirits that the Gemara often describes. If you look, for example, the first Mishnah in the second paragraph of the Vamos, where there's a discussion about Asian's Achet did you do the beginning of Vamos or what? So you do that, and if that's the second paragraph. So there are two kinds of Asian's Achet one which is better and one which is worse. The one that's worse is a situation where you're all looking at me like I'm growing. Except, except for any time you're all, and maybe if I think I'm growing horns out of my head. Yeah. Okay. And one may not do Yibam on a brother that, uh, if the uh, brother's wife, if you did not share a world with that brother, meaning if brother A, if brother, let's say there are two brothers alive, uh, one dies without uh, children. Yeah. No, before anything happens, a third brother is born. So the first and third, the deceased brother and the brother who was just born, never share a world together. They're called, it's called Ishes Achet Shalayi and the halacha is that the third brother may not do yibum on the first brother's wife uh, because. Well, like, like the infant? Yeah, but she have to wait till he turns into a dog. Right. Um, or even if the second brother does yibum on the first, the one who was alive does yibum on the first brother's wife, and then 12, 15 years later the second brother dies without children, so now there would be a yibum situation on the wife from the third brother. He can't because it's Asia's. Uh, so we pass it, it doesn't make a difference whether. Brother three was born when she was still waiting to Yibum Chalitza or even if brother two did Yibum Chalitza before brother Yibum, before brother three was born, and so so when he entered the world, it was just his second brother's wife. So the Chachamim say both cases are Eishes Achav Shalay of Rabbi Shimon at the end of the Mishnah disagrees about Eishes Achav Shalay and the Gemara has a question: Does he disagree with both cases? Meaning the case uh, where brother two already did Yibum, so when brother three enters the world, it's a normal case, it's his brother's wife. Or, would he even disagree and say that the first case, that when the first brother died, and before the second brother can do anything, the third brother is born, and let's say, let's say that the second brother just runs away, so if he's not there to Yibum Chalitza, or let's say the second brother dies better, is, does the third brother require to Yibum Chalitza? Is she a Kukulayavam? Rabbi Shimon might say, Yes, there as well. So the question, if Rabbi Shimon disagrees by both, why does he only say it at the end of the Mishnah? So the Gemara says, because he let the Chachamim finish what they were saying, and then he came and chimed in that. So the Gemara explains it. It's Machlokas Amaran, I think, as to how to understand Rabbi Shimon. But sometimes Rani, just there are hearts, he lets them finish. So Rabbi Chia, you know, he waits. I, I'll be a little facetious here. Right? He lets Rabbi Yochan finish eating the Kishrach and then he goes, right? I, I, it's too much to load on to the Ushami that he did it in between. Okay. Anyway, so let's take a look at the rest. Uh, and uh, Lewis. So, let's just say, but, let's 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 say
So what is the risk position of Beria? Right? What? What Beria? So like it's not on his radar. Now the riff I think learns Yerushalmi. So he doesn't say a word about it. The conclusion one would reach from this, and the Ramam also makes no mention of Beria, is that there is no din of Beria. Beria is irrelevant. Why is that so? One, the Babli rejects it here. Babli rejects it here. Number two, why, why would the Babli reject it? Easy, Sarah. It's not a Beria's Neshama. That, I mean, there might be other reasons for it. It's not a Beria's Neshama. I mean, I could come up, I mean, I, I don't want to say that. You can't say it's because it's not a Hila. Because by Malkos it's not Achila, but you can get, but it is Achila because whatever the Svara is behind Beria, uh, presumably the Svara, I guess, about the Chacham by Beria is that Kizayis is just an Achila Chashuba, and it's possible to have Achila Chashuba without Kizayis. The norm is you need a Kizayis, but in certain circumstances we say that Achila, it can be an Achila Chashuba even without Kizayis, right? Um, Actually, so even if you have the Hashuba, it's that there's some different you, you say Shahanu, you have to have other people. Um, you have lost it. I'm sure you're saying something profound, and I have lost. Yeah, they got me in the side of the you have bread. No, 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 you need to have a desire to bread. That's what the right, presented story. I know that the most common denominator is that you have to eat something in order to say shalcham. Right. So, what does that mean by rachachorna? It could be that you need to have a dinachiva to say, to make a bracha on. I agree, no, I agree. That's my point. The achalpam sabachal veirachal means that you need achila for brachachorna. You don't need achila necessarily for brachachorna. You only need hano. But the point is, I, I'm suggesting if you can get Malkos for eating a whole ant, well, how can it be? The Torah says, you know, lo sochal kol or etc. It uses achila. So how how can you get Malkos on? We always say in achila kusubikazayis. But I'm suggesting that we, even though we say normally in achila kusubikazayis, means in achila chashuva ordinarily kusubikazayis. The fact that you get Malkos on eating in a mala, which is less kazayis, means that achila does not definitionally have to be kazayis. The Chachamim were Kovea, that when you're just stop eating something, okay, the shoe is, it has to, you know, it's not a cold shoe, eat a kazayis, eat a whole creature, that's Chashuv, that's called Achila. Uh, which is why I, I said this in, in, in Shir yesterday, I forget who said this, but it really is very compelling, the, the idea, if there's a concept of Achshavet the Rabbanon, when you eat something that's inedible, but because you're choosing to eat it, we consider Achila, at least with Rabbanon, if you say, as Mori Barabi always likes to find. In the Raisa where did the Chacham come up with Ashraf? So the answer is exactly this. This really, really makes a lot of sense. That the din of Achila is Achila Chashuva. Ordinarily, when you're just eating stuff, the Chacham said that's a Kezayis. Um, however, when you're eating a Namala, or eating a complete creature, even though it's less than a Kezayis, that's called an Achila Chashuva. So it's true for Malkos, and it's true for Shaham Bishalom. And he said anything that requires Achila, Beria should qualify. Now, the, the, the interesting, more interesting question would be, is there a, let's say, I don't know if anybody discusses this, what would it then be, it, I'll let you think for a second, if we are correct, if we are correct that the reason why the Babli doesn't accept Beria is because we reject Beria if it's not by a Beria Sishama, 
uh, as opposed to the Bible, you just doesn't think the whole thing is relevant. What's the nafkamina? Jake? Excellent. You read my mind. A grasshopper. You eat one grasshopper. I don't know. Remember, it's because they guys are not so big. But let's say you got a small grasshopper. Okay? You eat a baby grasshopper. And it's less than a kazayas, but it's a barrier. And it's a barrier. It's a So if the reason why the Bible doesn't quote this then, and assuming, of course, Jake, that you don't hold like the reason. So that you hold that burning flesh requires a shear too. And if you hold burning flesh doesn't require a shear, it doesn't make a difference. But if burning flesh requires a shear, which is the way we pass it, and you assume that Beriyash Nishama would have a dinabachila even by brachos, so then on a tiny little grasshopper, you eat one little grasshopper with all its legs and things and so forth. The owner comes down with his water. And you, you would, uh, this is true. Um, so then you would have to make the brachachona even though you didn't need a kazayis. I imagine that it's not a question that we shown them mostly grappled with because I don't know that they ate grasshoppers. I know you're allowed to, but I don't know if they did. What? I don't know. I Anyway. Well, correct. Correct. Yeah. Only the Taimanim. Uh, you know, I, I think that you can rely upon a Taimanim in the Sarah, but I think Taimanim are the only ones who had a Sarah, and I imagine mostly the only ones who ate it. So. The Syrians probably hold their noses at it. <laughs> okay. All right. So now the riff is pretty clear from the riff. It's not explicit, but it would seem from the riff that he doesn't have a din of area by in the sugya. In other words, the explanation for Alf cannot be a barrier. Let's take a look now at Tosfos. Um, Tos- yes. Does the riff elsewhere address the contradictions Yes. There's a famous riff. It's the last riff at Averton. And the Sigur of Ashkos call. I, I, I haven't mentioned this in oh, Shir. That's, that's one that you follow the Bobby because they had the Yushalmi, and if they did, didn't agree, we follow the Bobby because it's the right. Now, I thought you were going to ask a better question. <laughs> a better question. You started to ask the riff of the Yushalmi. It's based upon something I said yesterday. Of course the riff doesn't hold like this Yushalmi. Why not? I said something quicker in passing yesterday, but... No, no, he does. Because the rift doesn't hold the barrier anywhere. The rift omits that Gemara Kulin. They say that according to the rift, he understands that the Sugi, the Mishnah, the Adabu, the Zara, that says that Elo Asur, the Osa, the Choshed, and barrier is not listed there, based upon that Stam Mishnah, he rejects this the Sugi. So the rift never quotes a dinner barrier by Yoridea. He rejects an entire Sugi. Well, because it's against a different Sugi. There's a sugya on that command of what you saw, the Mishnah of Dafayin Hei. Hei, Dalit, this is Dalit. So, so you, you can't really prove anything from the Rift silence because the Rift doesn't hold the barrier. But the Ramam silence you can prove from because the Ramam, I haven't checked it, but the Ramam holds of that sugya barrier in Yeridea, but he doesn't quote anything by Brachos. So the, the Rift would have been a shock if he quoted the barrier. He doesn't believe in barrier. I mean, he does believe in barrier. But he doesn't quote it then, probably. He believes in barrier by Malchus. You can't argue. Everybody agrees if you eat a whole ant. But the Rift doesn't have this concept of barrier by Rabbanon. So, uh, unless you're going to model, you're going to decide there is a dinner barrier by Bracha, modeled upon the Malchus barrier, which is the Raisa, the Rift's not going to have barrier. But he doesn't say anything you can assume the Rift doesn't hold of it. But even the Raman, who holds of the dinner barrier, made the Rabbanon by Dittol, does not hold of the dinner barrier, doesn't quote anything by Bracha. All right, so now let's take a look at Tosos. And Tosos, I've uh, excerpted it in the middle. Go ahead, Lewis. Oh, I just 
to start from Uvi uh, Rushalim. That's a pretty good segue. This this is a funny process, by the way. There are like six different topics in this stuff. Yeah, maybe exaggerated. It's like it's clean up all the little missing pieces, including that famous Yerushalmi that you know. It's not in the Bible anymore. What happens if you start to make a bracha and you're not supposed to make a bracha? What do you do? Well, if you only said Baruch HaTashem, you say Lambeni Chukecha. That's called to be shown and suggest that. Did the Ramah even say that? Oh. If you already said Elkein HaMelchalam and you're stuck, well, you might as well finish the bracha, but then, the Yerushalmi says, you say Baruch Shem for Baruch HaShalom, right? And somehow, it means it's not Shem, it's not Nasi Shem Shemayin HaMelchalam. I'm not really sure why that's the case. Because that, that just makes it a... So, so Rami doesn't know, doesn't know this. No, the Yerushalmi says it. Yerushalmi says Bashem There is one place that Rani Ashkenazim do this on a regular basis, where we say Barashem for Machu Salam because we make a bracha, but because there might be... I was going to torture him a little bit. He doesn't... What's that? I don't do that. Oh, thank you. You only make one bracha. I'm not Chabad, but I only make one bracha. Unless he, like, uh, where did you come up with that from? Are you Ashkenazi? Yeah. So where do you come up with that from? Uh, that's where that does. Okay. That's weird, Fine. I'm not going to tell, tell you. I asked your father where he came up with that, where, where, that, where he's got that many from. But yes. There's a, there's a machlokis. The Gemara says that you say, uh, 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 on the Shal Yad, you say, on the Shal Rosh, you say, oh, but there's a Rashi and Chachmei Sarad against the Bali HaKosvos, what that means. So Rashi, I believe Rashi holds it, I'll like the Raman here, says that, you, that when you put on Tzvillin normally, you only make one bracha, if you spoke between the two Tzvillins, which you're not allowed to, you're choser me arche homochama, if you're sachvein Tzvillin or Tzvillin, but if you did talk, then you have to make a bracha on the Shalosh, because you broke the bracha, and the bracha you make on the Shalosh, according to them, is Amit Tzvillin. Ashkenazim understand that no, that normally you're supposed to make two brachos, then But if you were lost between the tillins, then you've got to make both brachos on the shalosh. That, that you might not have realized, because hopefully most of you never masked it until tila Anyway, but because, uh, because there are a lot of Yishonim who say you're not supposed to make the second bracha, so if you're an Ashkenazi doing normal Ashkenazi things, what you do, I mean, you probably make one now. Right? What you do is you make a bracha and then immediately you cancel the bracha you just made. Say, no, you don't immediately do that. That would be a foolish thing. What do you immediately do? You fasten the tefillin on your head before you say bracha Because then you're going to be massive between the, Then you're probably going to have destroyed that bracha. So first you, first you set the tefillin on your head properly, and then when you're done, you say bracha shayim In case that bracha is bracha latala, this is the cancel it. Okay. Anyway, so we're in the middle of the toast. So Ubi Yerushalmi. Go ahead. What? No, if it was a bracha of it really, really was, then there's no, then you don't have to wait for it. But the point is, the reason, if we really thought it was bracha lakala, we wouldn't say the bracha. So therefore, so we think it really is a correct bracha, and therefore you're not masked between the bracha and the mitzvah. So the mitzvah is putting the shal roshan. Then why say just in case. Just in case. Never heard of that. Is that usually what we do with something No, it's normally, normally we say, again, it's yeah. only a minhag there, because really, Ashkenaz and Hold, if you make two brachas. Go ahead, Liz. Yeah, Kolekal Gemara Didan, because here the, the Yushalm, the Bali didn't answer the question. 
how did Rabbi Yochanan make a bracha if it was Batsu Meshiura uh, because of um, because of the Garin so the Bavli should have said it's a Beria but it didn't so obviously the Bavli disagrees with the Yerushalmi and if that's the case ah okay but the Harabi Yosef Okay, so it could be that there's no machlokas fundamentally about there's a machlokas. What's the machlokas between the Bab and Shalom? Jake? Yeah, Shimmy? Well, what happened? It's not close to the story. Did they take the pit out? Did they take the pit out? Not a significant machokas. Just what happened? Did they, did Rabbi Yochanan remove the pit before making the bracha? Or did he make the bracha on the whole olive, eat it, and maybe he ate the pit too? And that's not entirely clear. See, Rabbi Yonah is going towards a compromised position. But anyway, so Tosus continues to go ahead. Okay. The aim. 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 It's okay to have a focus about what happened. That happens all the time. Yes, sir. But does the Yerushalmi say that he removed the pit? Yeah. In the Shakovataria? No. No. You, I don't see where you see it. In the Bavli, they said, Kevan the Shakta the Garin also. It means they removed it. But in the Yerushalmi, it just says that the Garin is the mind. It could very well be that he even swallowed it. He, probably not. Nothing's gonna happen. It's gonna pass right through. Uh, what's that? <laughs> yes. Well, that's how you grow. That's how trees spread. So, so uh, uh, that's not as bad as that really like fancy, expensive coffee, which. Oh, yes. Thanks for that. I was trying to be polite. I'm gonna kill. Yes. No, Sivitz. Sivitz. Oh, Sivitz. Sivitz. But, so you're saying it's that he swallowed the olive, but the pit of the olive isn't included as a shear. Correct, it's not edible. Even, I mean, when it's, even when it's still inside of the olive. Well, well that, you can't see the bracha on the paper. Well, the point is that the, that, that, that the, that the both no, so the point is that the Yerushalmi, no, they both would say, according to Telsus, they both say that if you swallow it with the pit, then that, that's a barrier. And you're high, even if it's less than a pizza, even even though, in other words, the, bear, the pit is mishmashlam into a kazayis. Well, no, I take, I take that back. No, no, hold on, no. It's not right. Mashlam into a barrier, but, uh, but not to a kazayis, or, or the ala might have been smaller than a kazayis. Right, that's a very interesting question. Right, that, that's a good idea. Right? They don't spell that out, but I think you're right. It's mashlam into a barrier, obviously, but it's not mashlam into a kazayis. So it could have been a, kazayis, a normal kazayis, that with the pit would have had the volume of kazayis, except the pit's not edible, uh, but you made a barrier. And according to the Bavli, they removed the pit. And therefore, 
Uh, and those the machlokas is which can of olives they bought in the store. Was it pitted olives? Or not pitted olives? What's that? I mean, there is consequence to that. No, no, correct. And nobody is going to say, if, even if you believe this is your dinner, Beria, if you don't have the olive pit in it and eat it, it, it is inconceivable you're going to say that that's a barrier. I mean, it doesn't matter what you swallow, right? Meaning, like, it all I think it's got, 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 I hear, I hear. No, 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 because it's bracha chrona. It was a good idea for a moment. I thought it was a good idea. Bracha chrona. Now, not a spice, but it's a red around the rock. What? You wrap a not a kedayis worth of bread around the rock and you eat all of it. You make a bracha for No, because you didn't eat a kedayis and it's not a berry. The rock doesn't count to be mashed in the shir kedayis. Even though it's okay. Yeah, rocks are not a. Okay, so it doesn't common sense that people don't eat olives. Um, yeah, I feel like there's a lot of things people do. You have listen. You know, it's kind of like we are very mafunakim. No, l- let me finish. Let me finish. Do you eat seeded grapes? We all avoid seeded grapes most, unless you like spitting. And we avoid seeded grapes. So you could eat the seed in the grape. Really? Then it grows inside you. I mean, it's not, it doesn't taste good. Well, the only reason you can eat the seed inside of a grape more than an olive is that it's lattice thick, so you can bite into it yeah, and nothing happens. But you can't eat it. It's not like, it's not like chewable. It's not like yeah, it's food, but like you could chew it and swallow it. You could probably you chew it out of the pit and swallow it too. It takes a little longer. I mean, it'd be a lot harder. Okay, but anyway, can we, let's remove, let's restore to sanity now. <laughs> and the bottom line is that, that the toaster suggests that it's just a my focus what happened in the story. That if he had eaten the olive hole with the pit in it, then it would have been a barrier, even if it wouldn't have been his eyes. And Yushalmi says you make a bracha And the Babu would agree, except for the Babu thinks that Rabbi Yochanan was more refined, uh, and therefore he removed, they removed the pit for him, and therefore it wasn't the Kazayas on its own. It wasn't the Kazayas. It wasn't the barrier, because it was missing the pit. And therefore, the way he Babu explains Rabbi Yochanan's behavior is that it was a, um, is that he ate. A, large uh, a larger olive, so with the pit removed, with the larger olive, the flesh of that large olive was the equivalent of the volume of an average olive, including its pit. And if it was a barrier, but not a kazai, would it have made a rock like, if, if it was a barrier, but wasn't kazai, and he ate it with the pit, according to Tosus, the Bible, we would agree, you make a bracha. So, the like that the shear doesn't actually matter for a Well, when you deal with a barrier, it doesn't When you deal with a barrier, it doesn't matter. Ordinarily, you know, chop up all your olives into two, and now all that matters is you have a kazai's worth of olive flesh. But because it's whole, there's a possibility that even though there's no kazai's, you might make a bracha for Okay. Incidentally, before we read our Yona, is there any place in halacha where the shear takes into account the pit? I would be asking the question if the answer were no. That's not... It is, un, it is unfair to me since I couldn't do it myself. Uh, I often know enough to, 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 to speak in the affirmative. I very rarely would have the pre- presumptuousness to speak in the negative. That there is no such thing as... Yes, Jay? No, sorry. You know, it's the way you hold your hand. No, it's like, I doubt it. We need to, we need to have pen clearly up. All right. Uh, anybody know? That's right. What's the shir of Achid on your Maki Purim? Now, I don't think it's true. If I'm not mistaken, the dinners there, you can't, if you eat 
a Kosova Sagasa and you eat the pit inside, you're not high on Yom Kippur. You have to eat the amount of food filling in that garin with real food. Because eating inedible food in Yom Kippur, you're not high on. And I'm pretty sure, what, what would, by the way, I'm not really, I don't sit in advance to pay like a brisket, but this is a good brisket question. What would it then be, according to the Rushalmi on Yom Kippur, if you ate a whole korsevas with the pit inside? Would you say that you hide it because you had a barrier? Oh, but it's not a it's just to make a rough up. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, because even though it's lost in the shoe, it's like, well, why is the shoe different? Everywhere there's a chatzi shoe, but that's, you don't get curry samakis for that, right? Ah. Listen to, listen to listen to that. Said by Yom Kippur, it's Talmud and Yishavadas. The reason why the Shir Achila, it never says in the Torah Achila, doesn't use that language by Yom Kippur. So how do we know Achila? The answer is Asher Lo The opposite of Inu is Yishavadas, which is why the Shir Achila on Yom Kippur is larger than a Kazayis, but the Shir Shkia on Yom Kippur is sometimes less than a Rebius. It depends how big you are. If you're very big, then it's bigger than a Rebius. If you're Ogbel Habashan. It's, it's Malolugmav is the Shir on Yom Kippur. So if you're Ogbel HaBashan, then uh, your Malolugmav is rather large. If you are, uh, I don't know, someone very small. What? Shikil Anil. No, I don't think so. Oh, yes, the other way. I, the Gemara says, oh, I didn't pick. I picked Shikil Anil does not appear in the Gemara. Ogbel HaBashan does. Ogbel HaBashan does. Og was bigger than, bigger than Shaq. And he probably could have shot two throws better, too. Um, anyway, the L.A. people will understand that. It's a sore spot. Um, there you go. And Moshe Rabbeinu was just quicker. He had the Moshe Rabbeinu was the point guard compared to Omel HaBashan, who was the center. He was much smaller. Okay, so anyway, Nafsan and Yoninu. Um, so Omel HaBashan has a big bubble above, but... Uh, but the, the, but the guy who's, you know, four foot seven has a very small balobo. Bub, which might be less than Ravis, but he's high because the Gemara says it's dependent upon Yasuve Date being the Yashi of his Das. So it's not, Yom Kippur's not in the Nachila, so Beria presumably has no relevance, and the, and the pit inside the Garen, if it's the Mayan from the mass that you need, the Rimyashi Das, then the pit isn't, doesn't do anything, probably doesn't do anything. So the Dinah Beria, even if you accepted the Yushami, if you hold, let's say, like those folks, it seems to think about that if you accept the Yushami, it would be totally developed by Yom Kippur. Because Yom Kippur is not a din in Achila per se. And the Mishnah formula is Achila and Shtia, but it's not really Achila and Shtia, it's a Yishu Hadas through Achila, through consumption of things that we ordinarily call food. Okay. So now let's take up. So we have two Shikas so far. We have, we reject the Yushami, or we accept the Yushami, and we say that if you eat the entire Zayas with the pit inside, it's all whole. Um, which makes sense in the dinam of Beria from Yoridea, right? If you cut off, you know, you cut off the, uh, the, the, uh, the ant's leg, so then it's not a Beria Shlema anymore. Uh, probably the leg is enough. Uh, and, uh, and therefore you're not high on it, because it's not a Kazayas. So the same thing, if you remove the garden from the, uh, from the olive, even though it's not a very good part of it, but it's still longer Beria Shlema, and therefore it doesn't get its own Bracha Chrona, it doesn't get Bracha Chrona on its own merits. So those are the two shittos so far. Now Rabbi Yona comes along and he has a, presents a third possibility. Um, and there are really two fundamental questions that Rabbi Yona, you can really split into two parts. Number one, how to understand, how to read the Bavli in respect to Yushami, but number two, what might the din actually be according to the Bavli? 
So Tosus went down a different path. Tosus just says that the Babli argues on what the story was. Rabbi Yonah is not going to take that path. There's no argument what happened. It's clear what happened, and there's an achlokes in din, but Rabbi Yonah has a qualification. So, Jay? Um, I just love how, how Rabin, you know, they just throw that in like, like it's like I drop a, a, a nuclear bomb and I just keep going. It's like it's like he just said it out of the ordinary, but then of course. If you didn't have a shear, you make a bracha before shako because also that was going to be a bracha. I know, um, but the point is that like, he, I just, it's one thing to come forward. And, you know, the Rashbah, expl- the writer right. explicitly presents the shita. The Rabbi Yehuda just like drops in your bomb and keeps going like he hasn't said anything. Continue. The final top of the net. Kedesh Lama Zobar Bracha. Abal. Abal of the Sof. Lohai Alo so that's a kula. Where's a chumrah? Where would you have a chumrah? That it's insufficient. What, where, where's a chumrah? Then he makes us say, Rafila, Matza, you have to have. Oh. Right? right? If you eat less than this, you cut it from Alchus. If you eat less than this, you have a kind of mitzvah. Sure. Venera. Go ahead, Jay. Venera, Shetamish, Shamichola, Kimir Shami. Hacha Mashma, Shaka Dasha, Ocha Beya, Neatma. Even if I put the Zayat, I will laugh after. Shere Anon, she did have Shalazet, and Zayat Shaka Dado, Raya Boshur, Pirafa. Right. It's not explicit, but it is mashpana. But there's a reason why Tosos even starts out where he does. Ubi Ushami. Ubi Ushami mashpana. She who bearia. Akapish el mukazayit for my pacha. Then we had a. Ima abu Rabbi Yochanan. We should bearia. Not only Rabbi Yochanan. Amashah. Amashah. And Achilu. Pida achad shalana. Pida shalimot shayat. Tzura bracha. Tafara bracha. And he just doesn't think you can, he thinks that there's no way that the Bavli has this question and doesn't get that answer to say that it really holds like Yushami. And they're just arguing what happens story-wise. He thinks that's very, very difficult. I'm going to add another point. What's the Raya that the Rith is correct? And Rabinino is correct that the Bavli at least, that this is not an argument in Metzius, but an argument in Din. This is just a methodological observation coming out of something that I've said numerous times. Yes? That would have wanted to teach us in the Din. Yes, but more than, you're not spelling out, you're right, but you're not spelling out the underlying Hanafa. Same thing as Hesh? 
No, no, yes, but Shemim Bar Yishalmi. Probably knows Yishalmi. This story is coming right out of the Yishalmi, and this is why, by the way, it's crucial. It is a crucial historical question at some level of halacha, because if the Bible didn't know the Yushalmi, that's one thing. But the Bible knows the Yushalmi, and I think it does, then it knew that there was a terrorist of Bariah, and it could have given that terrorist, and if Bidafka did not. Right? It can't just be one thing to occur to the Bible to give that answer. They thought, because some, sometimes you have a question, there can be multiple answers. The fact, that, the fact that someone gives one answer and not the other answer doesn't prove anything. It's one thing methodologically if Tosis gives you two answers. You can have to ask the question, why is it that Tosis wasn't happy with the first answer and he gave the second answer? But to be shown in giving two answers, didn't ask the question, could just be, because maybe each one didn't think of the other answer. It's possibly thought of it rejected, it's possibly invented So if the Bible hadn't seen the Yerushalmi, so maybe they just didn't think of that answer. But once the Bible sees the Yerushalmi, which I think it does, and it sees the Yerushalmi say, Mishamberia, and it chooses not to do that, that's a, it seems like it's pretty clearly rejecting uh, rejecting the Rishalmi's approach. Okay, Aval. So that's, that's in terms of, they do argue, not just in the Mitzvah, they argue in the day. That is Ayin Shalem, with the, with, which is only a sheer Kazayas with the Garan inside, according to the Babi Zobrach Achor. Beria doesn't get you over the hump. Aval. Okay. So this is what he says. What this is the this is the The Yushalmi argue on the din of an aleph. They don't always, they don't argue in Din of Beria, they argue in Din of an Aleph. And the Babli's position is that any kit that's not edible, since by death normally what you do is you remove it before you eat it, or you, don't, you eat around it because that's the norm, it never has the Din of Beria. By definition, it's Chaseira, which is a concept, he doesn't quote it, but that is a concept. I don't know if it's, it's not explicit in the Gemara, but that's a concept that the Rishonim accept that Beria, that missing part of it, is no longer Beria. So he's saying that definitionally, it doesn't matter whether you're a Meshugana and you'll swallow the olive pit. If it has an, un, an un, inedible seed, something that people would normally never swallow, then it's definitionally not Shlema, and therefore definitionally it can't be a barrier. Of all, I'm sorry, may I say that? I just want to say garin shalimon. I don't understand this. It's normal to eat it with its garin. What do you eat in a pomegranate other than the seeds? No, if you the pomegranate seed has like the fleshy part on the top, but then there's the little yeah, white part. Out, I see. No, that's because does it's anybody you know sit there? No, exactly. That's what he's saying. It's not normal. No, the point is. No, it's the way he's describing it. By pomegranates, people normally also eat the seeds. That's all you eat by a pomegranate. The garbage around it, you try to get rid of. Yeah, you may be a particle here and a little piece there because you're too lazy to remove it and it's true, right? I, I usually don't eat the seeds of the seeds. 
Could you even find the seed in the seed? Yeah, just the white part at the bottom. What? Yeah, because if you have a pomegranate seed, there's the red fleshy part that's sweet, yeah. and then there's the harder white part at the bottom that's like the seed. What are you talking about? What, do we live in different planets? Did you ever go into, you go to Costco. Costco. You can feel like they're, they're uh, okay. Uh, can I get a reality check here? Because I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying, am I living on another planet? Jake, do you pomegranate? Pomegranate? I've never done I mean, you don't see the. the uh, there's, there's the white, the whitish yellowish material which envelops yeah. the thing. You might eat a little bit that's stuck on there, but that's not what you eat. You normally try to get rid of that. Yeah. And what you're left with, like you go into Costco. And you look sometimes for the lazy ones. Yeah, look, it's like you have like the red flesh on the outside, and then there's like a little seed on the inside. You know, on the on the inside. I mean, eating around it is difficult, huh? I'm not sure how Brian manages that. Uh, I I, I don't what? It's not that. Yeah, there's a hard there's, there's a, a crunchy part on the inside. There's a, like a harder part. It's not like it's not like. It's so small. People just take those seeds. Yeah, no, everyone eats those seeds. Exactly. You don't you don't just do this. You don't. A little crazy there. <laughs> I don't know how to try it, it hasn't been a lot of work, but yeah, it's not normal to separate them. Which has a point of skinny on You know, I tell people the story, I talk about a wrap, which we haven't gotten to discuss. I mean, what do you make a wrap on? In, it's in the wrap or wrap. Because a wrap is not meant, in a wrap is, a, is meant most days a holder. And I, when I saw this Misakta, I think it was 16 years ago, I think it was 2007, 2008, I said in Sheer, I thought nobody eats a wrap. And my Sheer assistant made a bed. I do. Just by itself? Just yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> eating pizza by itself, I understand. Eating a wrap by itself, I see So the whole point of the wrap was not to have much there. All right, anyway, uh, so I don't really understand that if I, because if you spent all your time doing it, you'd have almost nothing to eat. Yeah, but you think, yeah. you think that, there's, that, there's, uh, that it's not normal, so that's not true for you. I, I know... <laughs> Okay, please let's go on. <laughs> <laughs> I go think ahead. that that white part was bigger than what I Jake, 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 go ahead. Jake, Jake, me, please. Go ahead. 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 He's rejecting the reimposers. You don't need to make a bar of fascists. So uh, the only thing I'm going to, I'll just close with the following. I think it's pretty clear this is a sort of a compromise shita um, in that, you know, the Tosvos, the Babni Yushalmi argue about the story, but they don't argue at all in substance. For Rabbeinu Yonah, there is a substantive argument. In other words, he's, he is, I, I, I'm more, much more comfortable with Rabbeinu Yonah than the Balei Tosvos, because the Balei Tosvos have to really explain why did the Babli just go for the, for the answer the Yushalmi gave, assuming the Babli knew the Yushalmi, which I assume they did. For Rabbeinu Yonah, he creates a substantive machlokas. It's just not a machlokas, it's just a in the story. It's that olives definitionally, because the kids are inedible, is definitionally never a barrier, because it's like, it, it's like the garret isn't there, which means the barrier is chaser, and therefore it's not a barrier. Whereas things that the, that the seed is edible, so then uh, you, you would have a such a thing. So, Ephraim, I, I actually am grateful to you, because it does help me make all sense of the but here's the strange part. I wouldn't say people normally eat, I, I could be wrong. And when the Yushami says, it's you mean that the typical thing people didn't just eat the whole seeds? Like the amount of labor that's involved, I think. No. 
No understood, but then, then it's always a berry that's my fault. You never have a case of Remo that you won't be eating a berry. No, no, understood, but in, in other words, I feel all how pray that I, I get that, but it's like that's how everybody eats it. No, no, I, I understand. I, no, I understand. I understand. But it's like, listen, a grape, you might eat half a grape. It's possible. Nobody eats, no, nobody, almost nobody eats half a pomegranate seed, what we call pomegranate seeds. I think when people, you don't have to refer to the seeds, they refer to the, the whole thing. The whole yeah. thing, not yeah. uh, You now, tonight, in, in my, apparently I've been corrected, my, our two bishvat meal tonight will not have all the shivas aminim, but I think it's going to be barley salad, which will have pomegranate seeds in it. I think feta cheese also. It's going to be very good. Uh, it is really good. Uh, well, pretty much everything my wife makes is really good. Uh, and uh, anyway, so I'll have to, I'm going to be investigating tonight <laughs> the pomegranate seeds. I better wear a smock so I don't get too all over myself. Okay. Any questions about that area? Uh, I don't think the Yerushalmi and Yochanan are saying that uh, even Preda Akha is supposed to less than that. Even Preda Akha gets, um, uh, uh, gets the brachos rona as opposed to taking the wood. I, I know, that's what I'm trying to say. It's just what I'm observing is that every... It's true, but it's a weird thing to say because then what you're saying is whenever you eat Remo, you make a bracha chorah, no matter how little you have, because nobody eats less than a Preda. Preda is saying no matter how little you have. I know, I know, I know, I know. But there, there's... Uh, Okay. Fine. Any other questions? Friday? Yeah. Is he saying that on food, which I'm not actually one of the questions? He says it on things, I think he would say the same thing. Because the principle is, you don't need a shear in order to make a barina fashions, is his point. So why should it matter whether the original bracha. He's talking, if you look at the formulation, he's talking about the nature of the bracha of barina fashions rabbis. So there's a conversation about the food. I mean, it's just on barina <laughs> right, no, but the way we'll talk, we'll talk about this more when we do the next episode again Monday. Okay.